And welcome to What's the Maple Tea? With your hostesses, me, Miss Tiffany Morgan, and... Me, Rowena Way. <laughs> this is the live broadcast podcast where we talk about Drag Race, Drag Race All-Stars, Drag Race Down Under, We Pray Never Happens Again, <laughs> and of course Canada's Drag Race and everything Kingston Drag. Because we are... Kingston Drag Royalty. We, we are Kingston Drag Royalty. Well, I know. I mean, I, I know am. you are. I am the princess. Actually, no, I am the queen now. I'm the queen now. Wait, what? What's this nonsense? I'm the queen of wheat. Oh, yes, you are the I queen, am of, the queen wheat. of wheat. Yes, yes. I'm just going to continue rubbing this in every single episode. <laughs> I'm like, I think I have something to that effect here, actually. Oh, there we go. Oh, my goodness. Queen of Wheat rowing away. Check out my link tree for all of my links and uh, upcoming shows. Oh, yes. Lots of upcoming shows. Lots, actually. Lots of shows. Now that uh, we're in stage three, for those of you who don't know, we are in a global pandemic still. And um, <laughs> due to the fact that there's this thing floating through the air that can potentially, you know, make people sick, um, we think- haven't been able to do drag for a long time. Are we are we talking about COVID? Or are we talking about wildflowers, dust, and 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 ash coming down? Because I don't know about you, but until it rained just now, it was a little heavy on my chest. Well, I don't know about you, but today you are looking a little ashy. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it has something to do with the different camera here. Sweet peas, do you like? So those of you who are listening right, oh sorry, watching right now live on our on our Facebook, so the Maple Tea. Um, and, uh, what, what, what are, where are we found? We're on we my found? Facebook, Rowena Way, her Facebook, uh, Sweet Pea Studios, The Tea Show, and Tiffany Morgan, and, you know, YouTube, all the, all the places, all the things. We're on all the places, but if you want to chat with us while we're recording this live, it's best to do that on our Facebook page, mm-hmm. The Maple Tea, or on uh, my Twitch at, uh, Tiffany.com, because then oh, they'll right. come through. We have through. a Twitch, too. Twitch, 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 twitch. But yeah, we're able to do live shows again. In fact, we had a live show, or well, I had a live show, this Saturday at the Four Point Sheraton with the bitch on arrival from Canada's Drag Race. Yeah, Miss Boa came down. Uh, we, we actually interviewed Boa. We did, and she brought it up. She's like, it's been so long since you interviewed me. She's like, which one are you? Actually, no, I know which one you are. Where's the other one? <laughs> The, the one who's behind the DJ booth. I was like, she's the DJ. She's like, oh, okay. Uh. <laughs> oh, she was funny. She was. It was a fun show. It was a great show. It was show. fun. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed actually finally getting to meet her in mm. person, not just virtually. Yeah. Um, and honestly, like, uh, if you didn't come out to BOA, you missed out. And Jimbo is almost sold out. So you should get your tickets to Jimbo from Canada's Drag Race as soon as possible. And that's Friday, August 13th here in Kingston. Exactly. But more importantly, you and I have a show next week. Yes. Uh, please do tell about that. Oh, it's- wait. That's the boat cruise. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, wait a minute. What She's only it? drinking water today, what people. I don't know how to explain it is just this. Water. It is just water. I'm telling you. It's just water. Um, yeah, we're doing boat cruise. That's right. I'm a little nervous for it to be. Uh, let's let's be honest and candid, just like you know, at the pink tabletop. Uh, <laughs> that's how I tie it right back in. And yeah, I'm a little nervous. I think I told you this. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily like 360 stages. 
um, which is... It's because you don't like twirling? Well, because, well, <laughs> I get dizzy when I'm in a stationary room when I'm twirling around, right? Mm. Let alone being on a boat that is swaying back and forth. <laughs> Think of it more like performing to lots of different sides at different times. So it's not a 360 performance. You're like you're not like constantly performing to everyone. You're kind of moving around the groups, kind of like you would on a patio or in a bar. Like you move around and you perform to each table themselves. So each table gets like a little private show. Or at least that's what I did in my hooker days. I don't know about you. <laughs> Hey, do you want a private lap dance? <laughs> it's only twenty dollars, and an extra ten your girlfriend can watch. <laughs> Give me twenty dollars, and I'll go away. <laughs> yes, <coughs> I think I did that one. <laughs> I was like, "Here's twenty dollars, go away." Um, thank you for your services. Go away, go away. Here's your. Anyway, where are we? Where are we? This is March Explicit. Let me just say, this podcast is March Explicit. So we're going to be performing on the Island Queen, which is a cruise ship here in Kingston. Um, Tickets are on sale on the 1000 Islands Cruise Lines website. If you want to join, it'll be Tiffany and I, and we're doing a full hour and a half show for the entirety of the cruise. So it's going to be exhausting. It's going to be very exhausting. But it's going to be fun. All right, yeah. We we have to talk. We have to talk more because I have to write down uh, what my numbers and stuff like that are going to be. What our so, duets are. What our duet? Yeah, we said we we're going to do duets too. God yeah. help us all. But after that, there is another huge show that we're both in. Do you have the poster? Do you know what it is? What? What? Oh no, I don't have it prop set up. Oh, that's okay. So, at Spearhead Brewing Company on August seventh. A huge number of performers are going to be performing, including myself, Tiffany Morgan. Annihilation is coming out of her pandemic retirement. Uh, Lilith Kane is coming out of her pandemic retirement. Um, Corky Bitch is coming out of her pandemic retirement. It wasn't really retirement. It was for... <laughs> I know, right? And Ophelia <laughs> Up will also be performing. So it's going to be amazing. Tickets are on sale through me right now. Or through Spearhead as of Thursday. So get your tickets because I know that late show is going to sell out really quickly. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. People love late shows. You mm-hmm. know, well, yeah, you have a few drinks, mm-hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, she Speaking opens her of can of beer. There we go. Um, oh, we have a little comment here. Can you do it again on the weekend? I think you're, they're talking about the boat cruise. They are talking about the boat cruise. And I mean... That's partly up to us and partly up to the uh, cruise line. But I know that Kingston Pride is pursuing a boat cruise. Yeah, there's there's potentials. There's pot- there's actually a potential for another boat cruise, but it would be during the week again. It but, would. Um, and uh, if you want a second one, you have to have a first one first. Yeah, So come exactly. to the first one. Yeah, yeah, please come to the first one. <laughs> hey, there's a cocktail included with the price of your ticket. What? Yeah, it's cocktail cruise. They give you one cocktail with the price of your ticket. Oh, Awesome. I know, right? Get drunk. Oh my gosh. Anyway, we can talk more about that because anyway. <laughs> we can talk about things that aren't what that... we're supposed to be talking about all night long. But uh we won't. We will talk about what we're here to talk about tonight, which is the most recent episode of All Stars Six of RuPaul's Drag Race. And it was called The Pink Table Talk. The Pink Table Talk. Probably the most yeah. disturbing episode of Drag Race I've ever seen. What? Disturbing? You, disturbing. Did you feel the... Because uh, there was a famous comment by... It made me uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Except that's not what made me uncomfortable. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, Scarlet did make me uncomfortable, but not for the reason... Actually, no, for the exact reason that Rue said. But we'll get into that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So... On this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race, All-Stars 6, we had just seen the one and only Yara Sophia go home. Goodbye, Yara. Bye, Yara. Bye, Yara. And of course, the queens come back into the workroom and they are revealing whose lipsticks they put in that big black oh box. My. Oh, my. <laughs> I, I almost forgot about this scene. Oh, my. It, that was... Oh, my God. I mean, I love a consensus, but... Jan, in this case, does not love a consensus. Where the hell? What? Okay, I'm starting to wonder if she's playing for the uh, the producers. 
because here she was she's like oh i'm i'm going to choose what all my sisters are going to be choosing mm-hmm. i'm going to choose that person blah 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 all this long elongated thing at the end of last episode episode 4 and then we discover in this episode she's chose who akiria she chose akiria she chose akiria she based thought, on track record. Based on track record and based on what she thought everyone else was choosing. And I'm like, oh. Really? If she had just said, I chose Akira because she's been in the bottom the most and Yara has a win, then I think she would have been fine and everyone would have been like, yeah, sure. That makes sense. But because she said, I was trying to figure out what everyone else would do, it makes her look like she's scheming and strategizing and not playing the game mm the way that people expect you to play it, which is worse. Well, I, it makes her seem, like, dishonest. Yes. Yes, exactly. I, I said this in the last episode, when, when she was having the one-on-ones. I said this in the, our last episode of the, the Maple Tea uh, .ca. And, because uh, I thought she was being disingenuous, at, like, uh, not, uh, not being authentic. It was just like, I was like, come on now, fucking Jan. Like, this is just... It's. I was just upset with her. I was really upset with her, with her, like, I'm just going to choose what everyone else is choosing because that's how you do it. And I'm like, oh, for, like, have a backbone. Yeah, if you're going to do something, stand up for the reason you're actually doing it. And have a reason. Don't just do it because you think that's what people want you to do. Do it because that's what you want to do. And this entire episode, she was panicked. She was yeah. just panicked. She was worried because she had chosen not the same she person everyone janicked. else did. She was Janet. She was Janet. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, I was like, oh my God. It was just, anyway. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I know she is a favorite of yours. She is. I Because I know she's talented. She has good drag. She has lots of skills. And to be completely honest, like, we have a very similar energy level. I'm a little bit more of, like, an, a genuine person, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I mean, that's just who Jan is. I mean, yes. She doesn't yes, seem yes, you are genuine, genuine, but she is genuine. That is genuinely who she is. Yeah. And I think that that's what's wrong with what happens later in the episode when Rue is talking to her. Because she can't change who she is. They want her to act like someone who she's not. But that's just who she is. She is this high energy, really excited, like trying to play the game person. I think I think though, at that kind of level, right? they're they're trying to get them for the professionals, right? This mm-hmm. is the professionals. And it's the this, pros. This is the pros. This is the, an opportunity to give some insight to them, right? And I've had this conversation with uh, with them. Um, with actually one of my managers, I was I was like I was like oh I don't know if I have management skills because I don't know how to uh, I don't know how to empathize with some people like you know mm-hmm. some situations you're like uh, whatever just <laughs> get out of my office uh, you know and, and then and then he turns to me he's like do you think I'm empathize I, I I have empathy and he, I'm like no I, I, no sorry I said no yes. empathy I'm no, lacking no. empathy so this just in Tiffany's manager is a sociopath. No, no. He does. He, anyway, he shows empathy, but he's like, he's like, well, like, you know, as long as you can show it, like, y- you may not be experiencing empathy, as long as you can show it and stuff like that. And I think that's kind of what we're looking for here, right? Yeah. We want something that seems authentic, but you have to deliver that. And she wasn't delivering. Anyway, we'll talk about that later on. I see the word cute. What? Aww. We're cuter than words can express without drag. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Speaking of drag, I'm wearing myself, so I didn't have to do drag today. That's (laughs) my excuse. Let me me turn that off. There we go. Rowena Way, muscle queen. Mm -hmm. Muscle Barbie. The gyms are open again, so I can actually go and do this again. She... (laughs) She doesn't have to lift her skinny boyfriend above her head anymore just to get those. No. He'll appreciate that you just called him skinny. 
Will he'll he? like that. He'll like that. That'll be nice. Oh. He doesn't listen to what's the maple tea. Everyone should go shame my boyfriend if you know who he is, because he has never once listened to this podcast. Well, I think I think the key to any long-term relationship, and we could have asked Carson Arthur that actually, too, is, is the husband's just, you know, they're like, oh, you do your thing. Yeah. You can do your thing, honey. Oh, yeah, smoothing with, you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay, yeah, and I'll just be here. I'll just be here at home. Um, and at least I think with Carson's husband, he at least cooks dinner when he gets home. But I know he does. <laughs> yes, he does. He cooks dinner. Does he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. He's very lovely. He oh, takes, he doesn't listen. He, he takes care listen. of me. He doesn't listen to this anyway, so we can say whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I could say, I could say anything, but I'm not going to because I have friends who know him who will say what I said. <laughs> I do that too. That's. How- <laughs> She's one of them, yeah. Um, anyway, so on this episode, Jan is panicked. Jan yeah. is Janicked. But that's short-lived because they find out that they have to do a talk show style maxi challenge. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. I don't, I don't, I don't have the... Uh, I gotta get the things here. The oh, brands. I have them. Uh, it's called Pink Table Talk. So oh. they are split into groups of threes with one moderator and two panelists where they have to talk about themselves essentially they have to talk about topics that they're assigned and they have to talk about their own stories their own traumas wait wait wait, wait, was it actually their own personal ones yeah did they actually say that they were encouraged to talk from the heart it wasn't supposed to be an acting challenge it was supposed to be like a real like talking like a real talk yeah. show type challenge well to be honest like if if i was given that topic and it was a topic that i had nothing i knew nothing about like you know uh being a raging alcoholic for instance uh, nothing um, i nothing know about nothing that. about that and uh so i would i would definitely pull it out of my ass uh <laughs> but do it well that's called that's but do it oh, well. i know that's the opposite i was gonna say that's called serving but that's not called serving it's the opposite <laughs> side <laughs> If you don't know what serving is, don't go look it up. Um, so, what's going on here? What's going on here? I'm teaching the children. I'm teaching the children the things they don't need to know. Teach the children. You definitely don't need to know these things. <laughs> um, so, the first group for Pink Tabletop, oh, uh, they were divided by choice. They got to choose. They got to choose. Oh yeah, they got they got to choose they their teams. Yeah, yeah. So um, what were what were their teams? The I may first have group them up was Akira, Eureka, yep. and Trinity, and they had the topic of sex. 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 Um, back in my day. <laughs> back in my day, when sex still happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Without without a sheet in between the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. What were your impressions of this first group? Uh, well, I'm trying to come bring it back, bring back reality. Okay, that's a mixture of two songs. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, I thought, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed Eureka as the hostess. Mm-hmm. Like, I, when I I think she would be freaking hilarious if she was an actual hostess of, yes. like, you know, of program sort of thing. I love that. Um... And Akira, Akira, yeah, oh yeah, because she actually dug deep and started mm-hmm. talking about some stuff. It's funny because um, some of the topics, it was, it was kind of reminding me of some of the topics that I, I was doing with at another podcast called The Rendezvous. Yes, I did just drop that. She cheats the on me. Tea. I do, I do sometimes. Uh, but yeah, we, we kind of talk about that too. And it, it's just uh, like body image and stuff like that. And I was really kind of... Uh, kind of getting attached to this yeah yeah some mm-hmm. of the stuff yeah truth you're like yeah 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 girl yeah girl yeah. uh but now instead of having too much booty i have no uh, what happened to my booty <laughs> what happened to my booty Maybe it's time to have pads <laughs> i mean my my real booty <laughs> i used to have a booty i used to be able to wear shorts <laughs> Now still they, wear shorts. I can, can but, still wear but them. I'm pulling them up. I'm belts, pulling them up. Belts are really good. <laughs> and uh, in lieu of belts, ropes, chains. Oh, well, apparently this is definitely the sex program now. Yeah, we're we're ta- well, we're talking about sex, baby. <laughs> Let's talk about you and me. 
Let's talk about all the good days. See, if I make an older song reference, she will get it. If I make a newer song reference, she won't necessarily get it. Don't make me turn your camera off. <laughs> Viewership goes... Whoosh. Um, <laughs> That's why you have the light, bitch. That's why I have the light. It's so that I get the nice complexion. <laughs> so that we can up the ratings when you take the shirt off again. Anyway. Gyms are open. It might happen again one day. So I agree. I think Eureka did a fantastic job as the moderator. Yeah. Um, she shared some very interesting things about her perspectives of having sex in drag, as well as having sex as someone who is often fetishized as being a bigger girl. Mm. Um, well, I, on top I, of drag. like On top oh, of drag. Oh, and I think that she kept it very light, but true. It felt very, It felt very genuine, but also... Very lighthearted. And I thought that that was a really good for the entire yeah the entire group they did this. Same with Akira when she was talking about how she used to be a trans woman. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, that was a really eye-opening. Like, she lived her life as a trans yes. Well, yeah, Did she, she identify as a trans woman? Yeah, if she lived her yeah. life as a trans woman, I would say that she identified as a trans woman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, uh, when Kiki was a trans woman, she got some body work done, which she's never talked about on the show. It's always alluded to that she's gotten her butt done and her yeah. hips done. Yeah. Because it's where'd you get all that ass? But it was the first time she's actually admitted it. And mm. it was illuminating. Yeah. No, no. Thank thank you. It was thank juicy. You. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for sharing those intimate moments with us. Well, and of course, Trinity K. Bonet spoke about her uh, experience with HIV mm-hmm. and the stigma for people who are HIV positive. But let us not forget, undetectable is untransmittable. You equal you. That's it. That was the campaign, right? That's the campaign. You equals yeah. you. You yeah. equals you. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Do you know what organization spearheaded that campaign? Uh, was it the Center for Sexual... What is it? It was the Canadian Center for Gender and Sexual Diversity in Ottawa, to which Queen of Wheat donates proceeds to. Thank you, Queen of Wheat, for donating your proceeds. <laughs> Name drop. <laughs> so the Moving next group, on. the next group had the topic of motherhood. Motherhood. I would not have wanted this topic. It's a tough. It's a tough topic. It's a tough topic, yeah. but for some reason, Scarlet Envy really wanted this topic, and I think it's because she has two gay moms. Well, yeah. Yeah. It was interesting hearing that story because she was in her teens when mm-hmm. um, her uh, her biological mom uh, married or got together with her, her other mom sort of thing, you know. Um, but also in this group was Raja and Kylie. Um, and Scarlett fought Ginger for the right to have this topic because Ginger also wanted motherhood. Okay, yeah. Wait, how did they choose who had, like, they chose their own teams, but who chose their, so it was between all three teams they chose the topic. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, Ginger Minj wanted motherhood because she is trying to become a mother, father. Oh, really? They have, they're trying surrogacy. Oh, okay, okay. I got it confused. I was like, who, who was trying to do surrogacy? I don't, I don't remember who was, uh, you Definitely know. Definitely Jan. Uh, but back to motherhood, though. Okay, so that was Scarlet Envy. Raja O'Hara. And Kylie Sonique Love. Yeah. And Kylie Sonique Love was the moderator. Yes. And I was not impressed with her moderation skills. No. Except for one line. Don't let your childhood trauma influence your adult life. Mm-hmm. Which I think is something that a lot of viewers probably need to hear. Yep. <laughs> Looks oh. directly at the camera. Looks. <laughs> have we had any comments recently? Uh, well, I haven't noticed anything. You know, oh. it's just, just you should be commenting if you're watching live because it's more fun for us. <laughs> Ask us a question or something. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of the motherhood panel? Uh, so, I thought that Kylie was lacking as a moderator. She really didn't say much or interact much. I um, well, I I kind of question I kind of question the like. 
because I didn't see. I clearly there must have been some parameters on the on the paper that were they were given as well, right? Because mm-hmm. in my mind, I'm like, it should just be kind of like, um, uh, what is that other table talk? The the uh, the voice, the talk, the talk, yeah, the voice, the it's talk, the talk, the talk, um, or or something like that, <laughs> and and. Uh, <laughs> something like that. Something like that. Yeah, and there there isn't really necessarily a, a moderator sort of thing. There, everyone's sharing some of the topics, but then then someone will ask another question sort mm-hmm. of thing, right? So you know, um, in that uh, showing there with Kylie, she was kind of just sitting there listening and just moderating, kind of like you know, I kind of wanted her to be included, and she did do that reach out, like you said. To Raja, when Raja was breaking down about past traumas, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. Uh, (laughs) Oh, wait. I do care. Does that seem like empathy? Or sympathy? (laughs) But, yeah, yeah, Kylie, yeah. So, when Scarlet Envy was talking about her moms, this is the part where I... Maybe I didn't feel uncomfortable. That's not the Mm. right word. Um, I felt that she was moving in and out of telling a story and acting, acting, essentially. Oh, wow. Because it didn't feel real. Where, like, the first group, the uh, sex group, it felt like they were just talking about their experiences. They were just talking about their lives. And Scarlett was talking about her life, but she would also do these things where she would stop and she'd kind of like come out of the story and she'd play to the camera and then she'd go back into the story and then she'd start telling it again. Yeah. And I didn't enjoy that. It didn't make me feel uncomfortable, but it did take me out of the scene. Yeah. And so I did not enjoy this group quite as much. No. Yeah, yeah. It, if it As soon as she would... I kind of like turn to the camera and be like, oh, sorry, or whatever it was. It kind of broke that rhythm, right? Yeah. It broke that rhythm of of being authentic and being real, mm-hmm. and it just turned into like a not so real sort of moment. Um, whether You've got to be real, got to be real. Uh, whether or not that made people uncomfortable, like, like I don't know. I think that Rue was just playing it up for the camera later yeah. on. But again, we'll get to that. Okay, okay, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. See, I haven't ruined it yet for Not us. Not yet. Not yet. By the way, uh, you're listening to The Maple Tea. Mm-hmm. I keep forget- I keep forgetting for radio, for a, a podcast, we should be repeating this. You're listening to The Maple Tea with your hostess, me, Miss Tiffany Morgan, and... Rowena Way. There we go. That's for our listening audience out there, if you don't know who we are. Uh, tuning in halfway through the program. Oh, goodness. Uh, so, the last group had the topic of body adi 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 Yeah. To quote Megan the Stallion. body adi adi Ginger Minge, Jan, and Pandora Box. Which, I mean, is a variety of body types. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you think they did? I... I was a little confused. So this is where I get into the conspiracies and stuff like that. So the I actually I don't even know how long each one of these segments aired on the program, but this uh team it felt very 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 choppy. Like especially with Pandora Box, mm-hmm. I felt like they they there was so many uh scenes where she's just sitting there just looking and I was like, why did they cut that into the show? And then at the end of that little segment, she start, you started seeing her speak. But I, I'm wondering, like, what, what was that all about? Like, I confused Because at first I was like, oh, oh, no, Pandora's not going to get this because she's not participating. Mm-hmm. But she was definitely participating. I think Pandora was self-regulating a lot during this, uh, this challenge. She was kind of holding back. She wasn't yeah, really... I, I she think... wasn't cutting in when other people were talking. She was being very aloof from the conversation until it was her turn to speak. Well, I think that is all stage. I think that was just cutting. I think that was cutting room floor sort of situation. I think they they decided to play this huge segment that she's not really speaking, or they keep panning to her for some reason. They keep cutting scenes in there where she's just sitting there. To see her Botox lack of facial expression. (laughs) Yeah, like, I did love, I did kind of like this topic. Jan was a little too much. Jan was a little much. She was 
a little over enthusiastic. I think like if I was sitting there like as we are now and I was yelling at you essentially about body, I think you would probably tell me to be quiet, but uh, not in such polite words, but I felt like her energy level just didn't match the others and you do have to be able to match tone. Matching tone is part of like social conversation. Well, whenever she, she was doing like hair flips and stuff too, and like yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. also her outfit was not appropriate for a talk show. Like that was a dancing sequined outfit. Why would you wear that on a talk show? Anyways, that's just my opinion. Well, if it's a drag queen talk show, you can wear whatever you want. This is true. <laughs> this is true. I am proven wrong. It's a drag queen talk show. Like, like you could be wearing a blue shirt or a muscle Barbie shirt or, you know. Or, or no shirt. Yeah, there, there, yeah. There we go. There we go. Um, but in this group, I thought that Ginger Minge was a standout, fantastic moderator. Oh, yeah. 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 It was it was interesting, uh, the judging later on. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I loved I loved Ginger Minge out of that. Uh, I think Pandora Box was uh, robbed. <laughs> robbed of her screen time, not robbed of the win. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm I'm sure she actually participated. I think they just... Cutting room floor. Cutting room floor. I mean, you never know. You never know. We'll have to look at the Reddits. But out of the three talks, what was your... What one was your favorite? Eureka's group. The sex talk. For sure. The sex talk. I mean... I love talking about sex. So, of course, the sex talk was my favorite. But it also felt the most natural. Mm. It flowed the best. It didn't feel like they were staging it. It just felt like they were talking. And that's what I wanted. Well, and they were being authentic. They were being authentic. That is the word of this episode. Authentic. Authenticity. Being yourself. Be true to yourself. Don't be fake. No one likes someone who's fake. Mm, I should know. I'm fake a lot. (laughs) And no one likes her cooking. All right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if I cooked. If I cooked. <laughs> I don't cook. I don't clean. But let me tell you how I got this ring. <laughs> um, so the main runway. Oh, yeah. Let me get this up here. I forgot to. I forgot oh, to you're set bringing this up, up some photos? No, no, so no, no, no. No I photos. I am so excited because this is like my favorite runway ever. The Clash of the, the Patterns? The Clash of the Patterns. I love a pattern. I mean, oh, well, we know I love leopard print. Of course you yeah. But, like, I love a pattern just in general. And clashing patterns, I think, when done right, can look really beautiful and really cool, as we discovered on this runway. Yeah. Yeah, there were some really good ones. There were some ones that were, like, mm, not too mm-hmm. sure what's going on there, but okay. Yeah. Okay, let's start with the first group. Eureka O'Hara came down the runway in probably the best outfit on this runway. Um, this form-fitted, beautifully constructed ball gown with, like, 15 different patterns on it, and I died. Mm-hmm. I want it. It was beautiful. Next. Next, yeah. 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 What, uh, so, what about Akira? Akira. Uh, Akira's... See, I don't remember it. Okay, moving on. Wait, what did she do? Uh, I don't remember. Where's my lookbook? I, let's move on to Trinity until I find okay, remember what okay. Akira did. I remember Trinity's makeup. So Trinity did the yellow forehead. Yeah. Which yeah. going in looked like it was going to be a questionable choice. But the uh, it ended up looking really, really beautiful. Like, uh, that, like kinda, a warrior like style. Like a Ma- Maasai. I think they, they, they paint, right? Yeah, I think they do. I do not know, but... I absolutely loved it. I don't know how to find the looks. Okay. Anyways. Um, but yeah, I, I did like Trinity. Yeah, that was that was a lovely uh, pa- different pattern dress. And, and it, it all just felt like it didn't feel like it. Yeah, it just felt good because mm-hmm. you, you see like, you know, women wearing these huge big patterns and stuff like that. And it just yeah, it, that one looked really, really good. Really, really good. All right. What about uh, Kylie Sonique Love? Did she um, wear any pattern? She wore leopard print. And only leopard print. So I was And only say leopard print. Was basically, <laughs> she had some colors thrown in, but 
it was basically just leopard print cowgirl and like I loved it but I don't think it was the category no I don't think it was a clashing pattern because it was one pattern so the one challenge I would love to see on Kylie's Sonique Love Mm -hmm. is to wear like a full length dress because she (laughs) oh (laughs) sorry sorry um she (laughs) she refuses to cover her legs or her breasts at the same time (laughs) like she looks like um uh, a, a free Britney. She looks like Britney on like that tour where she has the snake all the time. Every outfit looks like she's going you mean to be her father. Her father. <laughs> I'm a slave oh, for God. daddy. Oh God, that <laughs> was bad. I'm a slave for daddy. I'm sorry for everyone's eardrums. I'm sorry. Never again. You love it. Never again. You love it. I I mean, I love it, it. but I hate it. Um, (laughs) Next up was Raja O'Hara. Yeah. Uh, She did some beautifully clashing patterns in a very traditional um, type of print. So it was um, a print that's a modern print, but is supposed to be like a tribal style print. But she did multiple of them and it looked beautiful. Okay. She wore like a pantsuit. With uh, a hair wrap. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Scarlet Envy. No. Mm. I can't remember what she wore. She wore the letters that her oh. grandfather wrote to her grandmother um, on her dress. And it was kind of like sailor, but a little bit like torn. So the uh, the way that the outfit was put together, the uh, the fabric edges weren't hemmed in. They like, were like a message like, in a bottle. Edges. They were rough edges. Yeah, and it was it was an interesting look, but I don't think that it was a clashing pattern quite as well as some of the other ones. No, no not as strong of a of a what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, idea. Not yeah. as strong as an idea as the other ones. She her face looked beautiful. Her hair looked beautiful. I think that she looked beautiful, but I don't think it was as good of a runway. Mm-hmm. Ginger Minj, Dora the Explorer Realness. (laughs) I think that hers conceptually was the best clash of the patterns other than Eureka's um, because she had the same pattern in multiple colors with like a clashing zebra print tying all of them in together. Oh. And then a different clashing zebra print on her boots and hat. And it was, uh, it was really well done. It was very well put together. It was a really weird outfit, like explorer chic, mm-hmm. but I loved it. No, no, no. I, I, I must have enjoyed it. I, I'm sorry, sweet peas. I, I've totally forgotten what all these looks are, and I meant. I'm sorry. I was working on the setup more than I was working on the, you know, refresh my memory about what these looks were. Jan, Jan. Oh my God, that was. No, that was bad. I do remember that one, and it was bad. So there was no clashing pattern on her outfit other than the stockings, <laughs> which have to go. Um, and I mean, stockings with an open-toed shoe is another choice. Stockings with a strappy sandal is another choice. And most of the clashing patterns were actually on her bags that she was carrying down the runway. What? It yeah. wasn't actually on her on her outfit. Not really. Oh no. my god. Anyways, I didn't like it. And I, I hate think that's it. the first time I've said that about Jan's outfits. I think I think of all the outfits, I do remember this one because I just, just why is it that I remember all the outfits that I hate versus the ones that I love? That's a good question. <laughs> what did Akira wear? Something. Oh, wasn't it tight? Wasn't it like? Anyway, I can't remember. Um, Pandora box. Pandora was Sally from the curse, uh, the Corpse Bride. Oh yes, and I think that it was good, not great, fine, no. not really memorable. Like it would be perfect to go to like a drag cosplay, cosplay or something. Cosplay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I think 
Well, you know, if she's thinking about for the future, she's like, I can wear this again. <laughs> and I'm totally with you, girl. I'm totally with you. <laughs> Don't make an outfit that you're only going to wear once. I am looking up Clash of the Patterns Akira Drag Race. Um, so I have a dress that is a Clash of the Patterns. Oh, only. oh. Akira's was fantastically conceptual. That's why I wasn't remembering it. Conceptual. She was a body form. A body form. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's right. She, she had the... She had all the measuring tapes going down her hair and oh, a ponytail. Yeah, she had the massive tomato with the uh, the pins sticked in it. Well, that's what you call it. It's the pin cushion. It's the tomato pin cushion. Oh, I've never heard it called a tomato. But yeah, you're right. It is a tomato, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it was It was great. It was a great concept. I absolutely adored it. It was fan... Like, it was fabulous. Yeah. No, no, that was, there, there was thought in that. Yeah, mm-hmm. ah, exactly how I come back to, I remember the bad ones. You remember the bad ones. I just don't remember the good ones. And that was a good one. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. So, this week our guest judge was none other than Aisha Tyler, one of the original hosts from The Talk. Oh, was she? Which is why she was the guest judge this week. Original Wait, what is the which one? What, which one had Whoopi and uh, which one had? Uh, That's the View. I that is the original in my mind. I don't care about the talk. The View, the View. Maybe is it the was better the View. One. Maybe I'm wrong. No, no, no. Well, Aisha is probably the talk, and the, in my mind, the talk is is nothing. It's just no. I was right. It is the talk. Yeah. Yeah, sub ratings, sub ratings. Yes, the view is great too. Meredith is better. Meredith is great, and Whoopi is great. And mm-hmm. anyways, so the judging this week, they were judged as individuals, although they were also judged as groups. Um, yeah. So, so who, they, who was who was the winning group? Well, the winning group was Team Sex. So, Akira, Eureka, and Trinity, which I 100% agree with. Yeah. They definitely yeah. won. Um, but, oddly, they did not choose the winner of the challenge from that group. Because I probably would have chosen Eureka. Yeah. Yeah. But. They gave the win to Ginger Minge. Do Ginger you think Minge? she deserved this win? Uh-huh. Well. I think, I think she I think if we compared Eureka and Ginge Minge, mm-hmm. I think Ginge Minge did do stronger there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think her outfit was maybe a little bit stronger than Eureka's. I think... Maybe. I mean, conceptually, I think Eureka's outfit was better. Okay. I th- sorry, sorry. Other way around. Conceptually, I think Ginger's outfit was better. But Eureka's looked better. It was more beautiful. Well, one went for beauty, one went for concept. And, you know, half in my mind... Th- Sorry, this is, this is the conspiracy. Half, oh, half of... Conspiracy. I'm half-minded to think that Gingemind was always destined to win this episode when I looked at the, um, at the choice of, of um, uh, song, Elimination, and uh, Lip Sync Assassin. I was like, I was like, they're they were always going to have Ginge Minge in there. No, no, I or think, Eureka, or I think that a bunch of people could have done this song. It's a campy song. It's a campy song, but what, yeah. Anyway, so Ginger Minge wins. I, I mean, I'm happy. No, I'm really with this. glad. I'm, I'm really happy glad. with this result. I think that she did a fantastic job as moderator, but I also think that it doesn't seem like she did as good a job as Eureka because she was with a group that wasn't as good. Or did she look better because she was with a really bad? That's also possible. <laughs> like you know, like she definitely shone, shone. Mm-hmm. Like she, she was. A, she shone. She seemed Shined? like a star. Shone? Like you know, shone. and sometimes diamonds look shinier when they're being pulled out of shit. <laughs> so you heard it first from Tiffany Morgan. Jan and Pandora are shit. Well, no, no. I think I think they I think they made Pandora look like shit in ah, the cutting. Okay. Um, Jan. <clears throat> Anyways, she should, stick to, she should stick to her singing. Put your gay hands up and slide across my body, not into my body. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> and you still got the lyrics wrong. Slide them down my body. Down my body. Okay, yes. okay. Slide them down my hey, body. Hey, I do. Hey, I. 
A good drag parody is put your gay hands up and slide them in my body. Yeah, there we go. go. Hey, Jan, that's a really good song. It is a very good song. And she should stick to singing. But anyway. So, our top queen was Ginger Minge, and Eureka, Akira, and Trinity were all safe. I'm sure Akira was very happy to be safe this week after being in the bottom twice in a row. Twice in a row. Twice in a row, yeah. She was twice in a row in the bottom. Uh, yeah, yeah, I hear, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. So our bottom queens, unfortunately, were Jan, Kylie, and Scarlett. Do you think this was right? Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, that was, well, I don't know. I don't know. So I'm just trying to think. Um... And actually do something on the she's, side here. She's, she's doing uh, multitasking. I'm multitasking. She's not multi- paying attention. No, well, I was... Well, it, it kind of seemed a bit nasty. Like, in my mind, I'm like, if you're not going to choose teams as the tops and bottoms, if you're not going to choose that, then why are you choosing three people on the bottom? It's true. Right? Like, why aren't you choosing two people on the bottom? One I think each. I think they were always going to have three people on the bottom, and there was just, a, you know, when they finally did the, uh, when they finally tallied things up, they're like, no, 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 we can't have Ginge Minge go now. <laughs> they have decided that, or I have decided that Tiffany Morgan is a conspiracy theorist Yep. for Drag Race. Yep. And I'm going to be getting her a wig made out of tinfoil. Yep. Thank you. You're welcome. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Along with the, uh, the fur, the fur shoulder piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. Do and, that. And Yeah. So those are those are things that I'll be making for Tiffany at some point. Maybe Christmas when we need fur. Put um, your gay hands up and give me fur shoulders. I think that Jan definitely deserved to be in the bottom this week. Um, uh, yeah. I yes. think that Kylie and Scarlett were probably around even, but I might have put Kylie in the bottom more than Scarlett because I don't think that Kylie contributed to her group. Well, I don't agree. So I think Scarlett was put in. I don't know why Scarlett was put into the bottom because she didn't do worse. She was she was maybe third worse, right? Like if they were going to have two in the bottom, I didn't see Scarlett in the bottom. No, only because someone someone said you made me feel uncomfortable. That suddenly mm-hmm. ratings start dropping at that point. If you know what I mean. Um, because I didn't, I didn't feel uncomfortable with it. Like it was just a performance. I, I like, I already gave my reason why I didn't enjoy Scarlet. Yeah. But I don't think it was called for, for Rue to say that Scarlet Envy made her uncomfortable. Specifically her talking about her family made her uncomfortable. And Uh like it was like, where, where are we going with this? Where are we going with this? Are you saying that RuPaul hates the lesbians? No, no. <laughs> I just think it's no, no, it's no, another no. instance because another thing that happened on this episode was RuPaul telling Jan that she wasn't being genuine. Oh, and she broke down. Yeah, and she broke down, and RuPaul laughed at her. What? Yeah, RuPaul's response to Jan crying was to laugh. Oh, it it was honestly I this episode. I think just goes to show that RuPaul is really doing it for the ratings. Like, all of this is for the ratings, for the controversy, and for the viewership. Or is this her authentic self? Maybe this is her authentic self. Mm. But She's like, I've had it with these girls. I've had it with them. But there's, there's now, there's been a lot of talk since this episode that RuPaul has no right to make all of these queens air their trauma on live TV and force them to do that. But... I would argue that you're on a reality show. This is what you're signing up for. It is in the contract. It is in the fine details. We yeah. we I've watched those programs where they go through the contract and yeah. Um, you know, they they could take photos of your bussy. And, they get full um, control of your uh like they get access to your like social medias when you're on the show. Do you think do they? Yeah. They they get access so that they can make sure that like you're not posting and other people aren't posting oh and my stuff like God. that. And it's so, like a, like it's a huge potential invasion of privacy. Yeah, like you know, they, you, 
how do I know that some producer on RuPaul's Drag Race is not going to take photos of my bussy and then put it on to OnlyFans? I don't know. I've signed it all away. I've signed... No, I don't. I'm just... <laughs> Rowena, as you can see here, <laughs> it's just like, oh, Tiffany's taking the crazy juice today. <laughs> She's taking the crazy juice. I, I just think that RuPaul probably pushes these queens a little bit further than she has to. And some of these critiques really don't seem like critiques of their performance as much as critiques of their personalities. And I think that's where the line has to be drawn because if you're critiquing who they are, that's not, it's not fair. They can't change who they are. Like Jan is this person. She is the like always on, always like go, go, go really excited. That's Mm -hmm. who she is. Mm -hmm. So asking her to not be herself is exactly the opposite of what she asks everybody else to do. They want her to be herself, but not be herself. But, but, American you world audiences, they want to see their, their they want to see the Oprah moment, right? They want to see this high um, star, blah, 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 and then come on Oprah and then cry and confess about their, like, you know, alcoholism or something, you well, know? Well, that's all fine and dandy, but if she's still being her... But they want, like, they wanted, so Scarlet acting in the part where she's supposed to be real well, well, the fact makes it, sense. Well, her, Jan, finally breaking down and crying, like, in the, in the back, like, in the confessions and stuff like that. That's what RuPaul wanted to freaking see. She wanted to see She wants someone, to break her. So, someone who was, who's, who was, yeah, well, not break her. Like, <laughs> this is what she's trying to do. Like, like, okay, so, yes, she wants to see her show real emotion. She wants to see her show true emotion. But excitement's a true emotion. She's allowed to be excited. She's allowed to be, like, like have misgivings about being sad. Like, she doesn't... Like, we've seen her face crack. We've seen her show emotion. Yeah, and why didn't she do that on here? Like, yeah. Actually, she should have talked about that. Mm. What, what, what was her topic again? Motherhood? No. Body, yaddy, 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 Yeah, well, she should have just talked about how her face cracked. <laughs> and that's that body image there. <laughs> Side note, if anyone wants to buy me a Jan face crack robe, I would love, <laughs> love, love that. She would love that. She would love that. Uh, okay, so then we, so the winner was... The winner was Ginger Minge, and Yay! she had to lip sync... For her legacy against Mayhem Miller? Yes! Oh, but what was the gag? So, the screen raised and out popped Bianca Del Rio. Uh, In the notes here, it says guest. (laughs) (laughs) And that was freaking hilarious. I love that. I love love that. that. Never in my life will I ever see Bianca Del Rio lip sync. And I think that's the way it should stay. Wait, has she never lip-synced? She didn't lip-sync on the season. She hasn't lip-synced. Like, the queens were saying, like, has she ever lip-synced? Have we seen her lip-sync? She doesn't lip-sync. She doesn't do it. She's a stand-up comic. She's a hate comic. She doesn't do lip-syncs. Oh, and she's a great um, actress, too. She's a great actress as well. Yes, uh, Hurricane Bianca. Go watch it. Hurricane Bianca 2. Go watch that one, too. Is there a Hurricane Bianca 3? The Sharknado? No, there's not. (laughs) A shark NATO. Um, but okay, so she came out and then she w- did some speech like, I don't do this. this. You know, it's not part of my. I think she even dropped it's not part of my contract from earlier seasons. And, <laughs> which was like, wow, that's mm-hmm. juicy. Uh, and then Mayhem Miller came out. Yes. Um, I mean, how do you think Mayhem Miller feels being second fiddle to Bianca Del Rio? Oh, I wouldn't classify that as second fiddle to Bianca Del Rio. No, 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 no. She was the lip sync assassin. Uh, Bianca was just there for filler for some reason. I'm not too sure. I mean, that's the second time that Bianca has just randomly showed up in a season. Is it? It is. So in season eight, at the very first episode, the challenge was a photo shoot where all the queens had to take a photo with all the previous winners. And Bianca didn't show up. So 
they put a clown in her place. Oh my! And then she showed up at the finale, being like, "I'm here for the photo shoot." It's <laughs> fun little aside. Um, so Mayhem Miller and Ginger Minj had to yeah. lip sync to the song "Phone" by Lizzo. Which is a jam. Honestly, it's a jam. Where they have my phone, huh? How I'm supposed, supposed to get, get home? home? Where they have my phone? Where they have my phone? What? Rowena walked in here with me singing. <laughs> and I just joined in because yeah. I know all the words because I have performed it. Because it's fun. It's where a they good have my song. Phone. Where they have my where they Ginger have my... Mill. Ginger Milge. Ginger Miller. Ginger Miller. Ginger, Ginger Minge. Ginger Bilge. Killed. <laughs> Ginger Minj killed this performance. I thought I thought it was a little close. I thought it was a little close, but uh, yeah, they they had some fun on that stage. Mm-hmm. The two of them yeah. together, you know. That's um, what I love about All Stars is that often the performances on the main stage are really just like the two queens performing together. It's yeah. not them competing, although they are. It's them performing the same song together. That's why "Shut Up and Drive" is one of the best lip syncs ever. Between Alyssa Edwards and Tatiana. Because they're wearing the same outfit. They're doing like the same choreo. They're doing it at the same time. It looks like they're doing a duet. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, we're not going to screw the flow up whatsoever. And... (laughs) No, I... Well, I didn't watch that episode. But I loved how they were... All Stars 2, you should watch it. Okay, I loved how... But I really loved at at the end. That last... Like, they just kind of left it... um, because <laughs> I love it when a drag queen decides to, like, go completely crazy and just, like, rip off a wig or grab their shoe. <laughs> and she was, and, uh, she was going after Ginge Minge. And then, like, just at the right time, pause. Like, you know, like. I ah. loved it. It was, it was perfect. And you know how Mayhem Miller does those wide eyes. She was just wide eye. Yeah. It was it was great, but I think Ginger Minj definitely won. was it a telephone or was she trying to kill Ginger Minj? I both. don't know. I, both, yes, there we go. Ginger Minj won thirty thousand dollars. Oh my god! Yeah, because she won because they kept putting what five dollars, mm-hmm. five thousand in, ten thousand each week, ten thousand each week, yeah. ten thousand. She won more than the winners of season one, two, and Drag Race Down Under and oh. Drag Race UK seasons one and two in one lip sync. Imagine getting paid thirty thousand dollars. To do a single lip sync. Oh my god. No, I, I, I can. You can imagine that? <laughs> I can imagine you're it. Like, you're like, new house, down payment, thanks! I'm like, I'm like, you would be seeing that, like, issue in the top <laughs> ceiling over there. I'd be like, yeah, we're, we're fixing it all. Uh, oh my gosh. And she was, immediately, she's like, oh, can I say something? I want to give 2500 to each of the, uh, mm-hmm. of the... All stars and here. that is when I knew that she was not sending Jan home. Because you would not give your teammates money and then immediately send one of your teammates oh, home. Oh, I thought she was giving all the All-Stars no, money. No, 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 just her teammates because they helped her to get the win. So she gave Pandora and Jan 2500 each. <laughs> Scarlet left with no money. <laughs> Scarlet left with no money. <laughs> oh, wait! <laughs> And spoilers. Sorry. Well, I mean, it's not really a spoiler. It's at the end. It's at the end. Podcast. I'm allowed. I'm allowed to say this. Okay. She oh. usually says it in the first five minutes. Yeah, normally in the first five minutes. Yeah. So Scarlet Envy went home. Uh, Ginger Minge selected Scarlet out of Kylie, Jan, and uh, Scarlet. And do you agree? Um, well, a I didn't think Scarlet was in the bottom two. Mm. Bottom three, yes. Bottom two, no. Um, but it, 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 she was up for elimination by the judges, and uh, Ginger Minch chose the one she wanted to see gone. Yeah. Um, I mean, between the three of them, I think it was Jan's time to go out of the three. However, Jan just won a challenge. Scarlett's been safe the entire time. Kylie's been safe pretty much the entire time, maybe top once or twice. But I, if I had been Ginger, I probably would have picked Scarlett or... Kylie. Yeah, Scarlett's been coasting. Kylie's been She's coasting. She's been doing well. I do think Scarlett should have been in the top once or twice. Yeah, yeah. But, but. Yeah. I think Ginger could not send home her friend, Sonique, or her teammate, Jan. So, Scarlett was the choice. Whatever. The dice, the, the rolls. The, the dice, dice and the rolls. Yeah. Like, that, that, that's how it will... Went and I would say that I, I, 
Scarlett, wherever you are, uh, uh, thank you for, you know, All Stars 6. The looks. The looks were fantastic. The looks. And we hope that the twist, the game within a game, oh, yes. serves you well. Yes, the game within a game. Fare thee well, Scarlet Bubbles Envy. Well, what what did she say? She there, uh, she was like bubbles pop, keep, keep blowing, blowing, love Scarlet. Oh, Honestly, that was the farewell message. Yeah. As boring as she is, <laughs> how old is she though? I do not know. I do not care. like. She's like twenty three or something, right? Like she's like she's a baby, isn't she? Anyway. He's just a baby, Just Harry. a baby. Just a baby. So, uh, we got an audience question that says, how did we each get our drag names? Yeah, well, and we said we would answer questions. So that was it for the recap of episode five. Episodes, yes, that was five of yeah. season six. Of season six. All-star six. Yeah. All-star six. Um, but, uh, yeah, we got a question about uh, how did names come up? Uh, Rowena, why don't you go first? Why don't you go first? Yeah, so my name, Rowena Way. Um, the name Rowena is my favorite woman's name. Um, I've loved it since I was a kid because I love the movie Mr. Holland's Opus, if anyone knows it. Oh, I think um, Vera might know, yeah. So Rowena was the Broadway ingenue, and I've always wanted to be on Broadway. So I love the name Rowena. And then Way, W-H-E-Y, because it is a protein, and I am a personal trainer and fitness instructor and the muscle Barbie. Um, and Rowena Way is a pun in itself. Rowing away. Rowing away. Yeah. Yeah. So I... From commitment. It all just, you know, yeah. (laughs) Rowing away from commitment. Rowing away from conflict. You know, all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I'm lactose intolerant. Whey protein is the protein in milk. Oh, you're just bringing me... You're reminding me of uh, Yaya Torres' freaking jokes. Oh, my gosh. Just rowing away. Just rowing away. (laughs) And uh, Tiffany Morgan, yeah. So Tiffany Morgan. Uh, so uh, the last name Morgan. I'll start with that first. So that is the that that is the old tradition. That is the old um, kind of drag tradition that the first uh, the drag queen who puts you in makeup for the first time, you take their last name. So Jazz Morgan is my drag mother. Um, and in this part of the world, we kind of just stick to one last name sort of thing. Um, because in other parts, like the pageant, um, mm-hmm. not the pageant, but the... Um, yeah, no pageantry. Uh, imperial, the imperial court. Yes. It's more the imperial court than pageantry. But they have pageants in the court system Yes, as yes, well. yes. Yeah. But the imperial court, you tend to pick up multiple last names. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, <laughs> I'm just intolerant in general. Yep, yep, Aww. yeah, exactly. Back to empathy. <laughs> and uh, so Tiffany... So the first time I was doing uh, getting done up in makeup, Jazz would not let me see myself in the mirror. She, we were sitting down in someone's living room in an apartment that was just like a block away from the gay club. And uh, she's painting my face there. And she's like, you can't see yourself. You can't see yourself. And there was a borrowed wig from one of my drag sisters or whatever. She puts the wig on. She's like, okay, you're done. And then I turn into the mirror and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm Tiffany from the 80s. I think we're alone now. Doesn't seem to be anyone around. I love performing that song. I look like Tiffany from the 80s, and that's where Tiffany came from. So, Tiffany with two Fs. Yeah. Well, <laughs> is it most Tiffany's with two Fs? Yeah. yeah. I don't know the answer to that question. So, I just, I just the spelling different differently. And, I, and your phone, my phone always wants to correct Tiffany. It, it does not like the way you spell Tiffany. No, well, and and there are people who now <clears throat> have that spelling. But when I first started off in the in, a while ago on the internets and the interwebs, Tiffany dot com, I I got it. You know, that's okay. Absolutely nobody knows how to pronounce or spell Rowena. Apparently, really. Apparently, it's just not a name. I'm so someone came to my show and they're like, my daughter's name is Rowena, and I just messaged her that like there is another Rowena in the world. I was just like, aw. Typhoid Mary Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> Typhoid Mary. That's how I spell my name. That's how you spell your name. I think you should change it. <laughs> All right. We're just going to throw that there. <laughs> so uh, thank you very much for listening, everyone. <laughs> um, again, my name is Rowena Way. 
And this is... Well, Rowena Way as Rowena in Queen of Wheat. As the Queen of Wheat. Um, make sure you check out all of the upcoming shows. You can check out dragshow.ca or my website. Uh, you can look at my link tree and you can find my website there. It has all the upcoming shows. And you can go to Tiffany.com to see Tiffany Morgan. And that's T-Y-F-F-A-N-I-E.com. Two Fs. Yep. And of course, you can always listen to our podcast at TheMapleTea.ca on Apple Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or TuneIn. And you can tune in on Facebook uh, every week to watch us on video and interact with us while we're recording. Exactly. We record Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Uh, Eastern, Eastern time. Eastern Standard Time. Oh, look, Vera. Love you, ladies. (laughs) I mean, right now we're gentle boys. (laughs) Gentle ladies. All right. And uh, uh, yeah, check out our podcast, like uh, Rowena was mentioning. Last week we had Carson Arthur, who is an HGTV, that's Home and Garden Television, uh, City TV. It, it was fun having mm-hmm. him in the program, wasn't it? It uh, really was. It was nice to get a new perspective. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And speaking of new perspectives, I'm going to reach out to someone to see if we can interview them. Oh! Oh, I wonder who it could be. I wonder who it could be. Could it possibly be the person who's coming to Kingston in three weeks? Well, we'll see. We'll see if they have some time to we'll talk. We'll see if they have we'll time. They're a very, very busy clown. <laughs> All right, again, my name is Miss Tiffany Morgan. And I am Rowena Way, and you've been listening to What's What's the the Maple Maple Tea? Tea? Good night, everyone. Good night.